I'm Jennifer Nielsen, and this is Let It Glow, episode 35. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Ready, set, glow. Welcome to the Let It Glow podcast, a happy place where you'll learn how to let your soul shine and discover new ways to design your best life. I'm your host, Jennifer Nielsen. Hello, ladies. I am so excited to be here today. And this is going to be a continuation of the hot topic self-love. It's one of the first areas I dig into with the Let It Glow Method because it is so important. And we're going to kind of take a different approach today. And I was just, not that long ago, I was watching this episode of Darrell's and Corfu. And I'm sure most of you haven't heard of that show, but I have an obsession with all things British, and it's one of my favorite miniseries. And it is based on a true story of a family who moved from London, and they moved to Corfu after the husband and the father passed away. And there's a character in this show, her name is Margot, who reminds me of myself at a younger age. And in this Greek town, they have a celebration for the patron saint of Corfu, who was thought to have these magical healing powers. So it is believed that if you make a wish, then kiss the mummified feet, your wish will come true. So Margot is this kind of awkward teenager, and she just struggles with self-love, and she struggles with feeling like she's beautiful. So she believes that she makes this wish that all her problems will go away and that she'll have this inner and outer beauty. So she goes for it. And she, of course, wishes for this inner and outer perfection. She lays a big wet one on the saint's feet and she, because she wants this so badly. And what she gets instead, is, instead of perfection, is she gets a gnarly rash all over her face. And it really was hilarious. And a, kind of a heart-tugging moment that, just, that struck a chord with me. Because really, in the end, what she actually wanted was not what she got. And she had this belief that that would solve all her problems. And I can remember being about 15 and struggling to love myself. And I remember writing in my journal everything I didn't like about myself. And the only thing I think I didn't mention was my nose and my ears. So I even attacked my personality. And it was just, I really struggled with this. And around this time, I remember reading in a Seventeen magazine about a pill that you could buy called the Perfect 10. And this pill promised magical results of physical perfection, much like kissing that mummy's foot. And trust me, if someone would have told me that all I had to do to have this great inner and outer perfection to have self-love was to kiss a mummy's foot, I would have done the same thing. I would have probably kissed all the feet, 10 toes, multiple times because I really was desperate because what I was missing was self-love. And unfortunately, this is not something that we just grow out of as we leave our teenage years behind. Nothing can take the place of this. And so You know, I'm never one that's going to make any easy promises here. There's no quick fixes. But first, what I want you to look at is if this is something that you might need to work on, because here's some ways that not loving yourself shows up. So number one, you look for one from external sources. So you've spent a lot of money and time and energy on being happy. And we have all heard of stories of celebrities or famous people, or even you might have friends or family that have a lot externally, but they struggle with inner happiness. They have these inner demons. 
They don't have that level of self-love that you think they should have with all that they you know, have accomplished in their life or all the things that they have. So maybe you're chasing the next big thing in your life and maybe it's a new car or a new career or a home or, or a, a, another therapist who can crack the code on your issues. And I always laugh about that because we know that I counselor hopped for a very long time until I really realized that it was on me to figure this out and not on the counselor, but that was a good step in helping me figure that out, right? And maybe you're chasing a fad diet or you know, just trying to find something to feel better about yourself. And chances are you're really just ignoring the only thing that can give you that happiness, and that is learning to love yourself. So number two is you're always looking for validation from others. It might be from your children. It might be you know, trying to find your worth from what other people think about you, your spouse or your mom or whatever it is you feel like you need that validation that you have worth, that you have value. And maybe your identity is, is just that of being a mom, which, which is a wonderful thing, but you, you don't really know how to identify with yourself as a whole person without kind of that title, being a mom or being a wife or whatever that is. So you're looking for validation from, from other things, from maybe even from social media to, to define your worth. So number three, you struggle with boundaries. Now I've talked about that in the last episode. I'll talk about it in future episodes. In fact, I did... Two podcasts dedicated specifically to boundaries. When boundaries blow up and boundaries are a girl's best friend. And you, I would love for you to go back and listen to those if you haven't. If you need to re-listen to them, there's so much good information about boundaries. But that is a big sign that you struggle with self-love if you don't have boundaries. So number four, you keep very, very busy. <laughs> I laugh at all of these because these are all things that I've had to work through that I've actually done in my life because I used to really wear busy as like a badge of honor. Like I, you know, I have, I'm doing all these things and I'm busy and I really was just, you know, we'd, I, we'd always would laugh on our family trips. I think I've even mentioned this before, but we'd be eating lunch and we'd already be planning dinner while we're eating lunch or I'll be on one vacation planning the next vacation. And there's this sense of like always moving on to the next thing instead of being present in what is happening right now. And maybe you're a workaholic or maybe you just play that martyr role where you're just, you take on too much at the expense of yourself or your family. And maybe you're just, you're trying to live life to the fullest, but this busyness can be a sign that you're trying to avoid the feelings that result from a lack of self-love. And number five is you feel lonely even when you're surrounded by people. So in all of this, the one thing that is missing is that lack of self-love. So let's go back to little teenage Jennifer and her and my perfect 10 pills. Now, obviously, surprise, did they work? Well, actually, they never came in the mail. Surprise. They never came. And I was too embarrassed to tell my mom that I'd ordered them. I had actually had written a check. I put it in the mail. And my my dreams were shattered and my hopes of finding that perfection that I was that I really believed would solve these problems that I had that would Help me to feel whole again. I really didn't know any other way. I didn't know how to fix this. But I know that many of you right now struggle with loving yourself and you're seeking unrealistic inner and outer perfection. So can you imagine how different your life would be if you could find a way to truly love and embrace yourself and the life you have even with your flaws and perfections? Because I can tell you this is not a pipe dream. But it's the truth that you have to first invest in yourself. There is no perfect 10 pill. If there was, I would make it and I'd be a billionaire. (laughs) 
But what you're searching for really cannot be filled by anyone or anything, period. And really, you know, as long as you continue to look for these other things to fill you up, you will remain unhappy. So what is the answer? Self-love. And But how do you develop it? And again, I've, you know, I'm going to be focusing on different episodes on this. And I've kind of touched on this in my last episode with Annie. And if you haven't listened to that one, self-love is not selfish. You got to listen to that one too. But there are things that you can do to develop self-love, but it is not easy. So there's this quote by Benjamin Franklin. And he says, three things are hard, still a diamond and to know oneself. Well, there you go. There's no easy way to figure this out. But just because it's not easy doesn't mean it's not worth it. And I'm telling you, it is. And, you know, I'm going to go over some of these ways again that I've talked about in other episodes. But therapy, a life coach, journaling, of course, the dig, tapping, energy work, you know, talking with your friends, just creating or maybe finding a new hobby or just learning to say no, implementing boundaries. All of these things are ways to start developing self-love. Because it, if it were that easy, we all would have this figured out. But it really is, again, four out of five women, that, I talked about that in my last episode, struggle with self-esteem. Four out of five women. So clearly this is a thing. So I'm gonna go over a quick example of the dig around self-love that I recently helped a client with. And this is gonna be a little bit different than some of my other dig examples that I've gone over with you because, you know, the first area, the first thing is what happened. That number one first question is what happened. Well, we don't have to have an event to do the dig. We can just leave that part out and start with what are your thoughts? And that way you can just work on some internal thoughts, internal turmoil or self, you know, limiting beliefs that you might have without having to really zero in on event. Because as I've told you before, it's not really even about what happened anyway. It's about what we say about it. So we can just jump right to that that part is, what did you say about it? And this particular friend of mine is super, super talented, like crazy talented client friend. <laughs> my friends always, or my clients always become my friends. But anyway, she is really, you know, trying to launch this business and she's really struggling with feeling like she doesn't have something unique to offer. And so it kind of, when we started working through this, it was, I'm just a dime a dozen. Why bother? They're better than me. I'm nothing special. And you could just feel this energy kind of sucked out of her as she was talking about this, but this was something that she'd really been struggling with. And so, of course, anytime you're in that, have those kind of thoughts, and then you go down the tunnel, it just, it just becomes like you have these feelings. And her feelings were she was feeling kind of depleted and depressed and unmotivated and just wanted to quit. And again, she's very talented. This would be a great disservice to many people. And so really her action was just to freeze, to stop and to not move forward. And the outcome that she wants is to live with you know, a higher purpose. She has these dreams, these ideas. She has these talents to share. But anytime you go down the tunnel, I promise you it's going to get you farther away from your desired outcome. And that was what had been happening with her. And so I helped to really challenge her and to shift that because as we asked these important questions, it was getting her farther away from that desired outcome. And she was feeling that thought of unworthiness, of not being enough, for not being special. And that was actually what was running the show now instead of all the gifts and the talents and the hope that she, that, you know, that she had had at one point when this idea came to fruition of having this business. So how, 
the, the whole idea is, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel is changing your thoughts. So the first question that I always ask in that, in that challenging your thought is, is this true? And she kind of had to sit there for a minute, but, 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 but you get on Instagram, oh, but, but, but. there's all these people and there's this and there's that. And, but in the end, she, she couldn't give a solid yes or no answer on that. But then I asked her next, is it serving you? And that was an easy no. Like we could give that an easy no. So again, that one always kind of takes care of number one, if, even if it is a yes. So is this thought generated from past wounds or experiences? And it most often always does go back to a nagging sense of struggle that we've maybe had our whole life. And that thread kind of follows us throughout our lives. And so this is something that she had struggled with, feeling of value, feeling of worth, and all of those things. And it didn't involve another person, so we didn't have to answer that question. But the flip side, you know, what would be the flip side of this? And again, I'm never one that's like, I'm the best and I'm this. If that's not what she's feeling, we didn't want to give her a, a flip side of a thought that wouldn't feel authentic for her. So in this case, she kind of came up with something that felt like she could resonate with. And it felt it would be a good replacement for when that thought comes into her head. Because just because we do the dig doesn't mean that thought will never return. But now you have a way to, to, to you know, attack it, <laughs> to fight it, to change that thought. And for her, this flip side was, I'm unique and I do have something to offer. And this is what I meant to do. Like she just talking through this and kind of clearing this up, you could just see that energy and that excitement come back to her that she'd had when, when this idea of creating this business had come to her in the first place. And so the results of changing her thoughts and then helping her get closer to outcome that it did, it did help her, you know, changing these thoughts did help her get excited again about her offering and about, you know, doing this business. It had been a dream of hers. And it just became very clear that feeding that negativity and feeding those negative thoughts was just getting her farther and farther away from that desired outcome. And if we can just kind of focus on the outcome that we want and see how those thoughts just aren't serving us, and really it just it does start with changing our thoughts and identifying them and just dealing with them instead of just ignoring them and pushing them aside, or worse, feeding them and just fueling them. And it was just for me to be able to work through this with her. And it resonated with me in a lot of ways. And that's what's really great about these processes is a lot of times there is that common theme that we can all relate with. Because again, going back to self-love and feeling like we're enough is something that I'm pretty sure all of us have felt at one point in our lives. And I know for me that that is something that I've had to work really hard at, really um, enveloping in my life. And it's just what really gets me excited about what I do and is why I continue to offer what I do, whether it's my retreats or these podcasts or whatever I do out on social media or my retreats or the one-on-one coaching. These are opportunities that I put out there for you wherever you are to benefit from because I know what it feels like to not love who I am. I know what it feels like to, 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 to be like suffocating in my life or to feel like I don't have value or to feel like I'm drowning. I get it. And I, I, I'm imagining that there's many of you even that, that are listening today that have, have felt that way, or maybe you're feeling that way right now. And I just want to give you just a little bit of hope that no matter what you're feeling, no matter what you're going through, no matter how bleak it seems or how, you know, the way that you look at yourself, it just seems like there's no, you have a really hard time seeing that goodness and seeing that beauty. I promise that it's there. And it's, it's, there's a time where it's going to be on you to figure that out and take that step in choosing to do something different. 
Because here's the deal. Here's a very, very important reminder in case you've forgotten that God loves you. You have infinite value and worth, whether you believe it or not, whether Joe Schmoll in the street believes it, whether your mom believes it, whether your husband believes it, whether your sister believes it, it doesn't matter. It is there. It is, it is innate within you always. And so, and that really is a constant that will never change in your life. And so if I could just leave you with one thing today, ladies, it's just that reminder that you are loved and that it's worth fighting for. Fight for yourself. Fight to love yourself because once you can figure that out, it makes everything in your life so much better. And your kids, oh my goodness, your husband, whoever crosses your path will benefit from this. And this is something that I, I will tell you and that I repeat very often because as moms, as women, sometimes we feel like taking the time to love ourselves. It's a level of pride or selfishness or you know, frivolousness to that. But it really is what is best for you and then best for those around you. So you are love, ladies. Reach out to me if you need any help with this. And as always, thanks for tuning in. And until next time, shine on. Thanks for listening to the Let It Glow podcast. If you enjoyed this show, share the love with a friend. This podcast can be found on iTunes or subscribe on my website at www.let-it-glow.com. And remember, let go and let it glow.